winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. We'll hear from him in about 25 minutes for a National Signing Day press conference. And if you've been out and about all day long or really just kind of a casual observer of recruiting, I mean, that's pretty cool. It's just we try to simplify it enough to where every OU football fan can kind of get their fix on what's going on. Well, here's what's happened today. OU's had, what, three signees, Josh? The first one today being Gentry Williams. He is an Oklahoma kid. He's actually the number one rated player in the state of Oklahoma, number 92 player nationally by 24-7 Sports. He is listed as an athlete, and that's exactly what he is. Uh, Six foot, 170 pounds. We felt for a while now that Gentry was going to end up at OU. He's given us every indication that he was going to end up at OU, and we were exactly right. Jack, uh, Jackson State and Deion Sanders tried to get in on this deal. Uh, OU and USC were battling it last football season for him. But OU secures a pledge to the number one player in the state. Gentry Williams, it's a big deal. And a comment that I made to Parker today is, it was such an expected thing that I think that we're almost taking for granted just how big that this is today, that that Gentry's coming to OU. He's got a big-time upside. Uh, I think Parker said he was a five-star player before he got hurt his junior year. Like, If you're going to take anyone for granted in this class – don't take Gentry for granted just because we've known for a while that he's going to end up at OU. OU got a big-time football player today out of Booker T. Washington. I think, according to 24-7 Sports, he's the highest-rated signee in this class, is he not? Uh, he may actually end up being the number 92 overall. Do they not have anybody in, in front of that? So, okay, there's even more reason not to take him for granted. He, look... To keep him in-state talent, coming to the University of Oklahoma, despite a head coaching change, and to get him signed today, it's huge. Huge for Oklahoma. Uh, it wasn't a guarantee that this is how this story, this uh, recruitment was going to end, but obviously super talented player. I, I don't think that necessarily he has to be strictly a def- defensive guy. I know that's where Oklahoma's looking here is in the defensive backfield. Yeah. But he's talented enough to, if at some point you wanted to switch him over to be wide res- a wide receiver, that's definitely a possibility for him. Yeah, big Sooner fan. It's uh, a very good look that you're able to keep him in state. And he, he's one of the guys that, I mean, we're going to go on and on today about Brent Venables and Jeff Lebby and the rest of the staff and what they did in recruiting in such a, a short time frame. Let us not forget Bob Stoops, because during that time frame, 
when Brent Venables hadn't been hired yet and it was just all speculation, and when nobody was really manning the ship, Bob Stoops stepped up and he didn't just coach the Alamo Bowl, but he hit the recruiting trail and he visited guys like Gentry Williams to say, hey, we're all good here. The program's not just about one guy. Uh, stick with OU, we'll stick with you, and you'll end up being okay. So I just, friend of the show, Bob Stoops, I just hope that he gets the credit today that he deserves for this current recruiting class because he was a key part of it. If only for a week, he was a key part of it. Oh, listen, what Bob Stoops and that group of assistant coaches did just across the board to convince folks to to stay and be a part of and sign in this class is huge, huge for the start of the Brent Vittables era and everything that happens moving forward. You have to give a big tip of the cap to to all of those coaches. And then I think individually to some of these players, the Jacob Sextons, the Jake Taylors of the world that made it known, hey, I'm not going anywhere in this class. And then slowly but surely along the way, a Kobe McKenzie winds up flipping to Texas. You flip Kobe McKenzie back to Oklahoma. On and on and on, culminating with some of the signings we've seen today where Gentry Williams, you managed to secure the number one player in the state of Oklahoma. And at least according to 247 Sports, yeah, this is yeah. The, the top-rated player in this class. The top-end talent, top talent in this state is, is, is good. Uh, Jason White from Tuttle won a Heisman Trophy. Sam Bradford from Oklahoma City won a Heisman Trophy. Uh, Gerald McCoy was a first-round draft pick and did a whole lot of great things at OU. The, the top-end talent in this state is is good. Now, it does not have the depth that Texas or Louisiana or Georgia or Florida has. I don't think that anyone would, would argue that. So... Maybe that puts OU at a little bit of a deficit compared to Alabama and Georgia and the Texas schools. They can go in their own backyard and get multiple four- and five-star players. OU can't necessarily do that. So it's got to be a focal point to always be able to get the number one player in the state. And it's good that they're starting off that way by getting Gentry Williams the number one player in the state. And I think that that will be a big, not just getting the number one overall player in the state, but getting some guys in the state that they've evaluated and said, all right, he may only have three stars next to his name. We like his upside. We're going to go out there and we're going to, we're going to go get, go get this kid. This so. story could have played out a lot differently. And wouldn't it, wouldn't have felt good. No, it wouldn't have felt good. And we've seen Oklahoma in past years, have all the time in the world, not, you know, the couple of weeks before the early signing day and then, you know, the couple of months since to this national signing day where had all the time in the world and you don't walk away with the number one player in the state of Oklahoma. So it feels good when you can get that done in in this class. Thank you, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Gentry is number 52 overall player on ESPN nationally for what that's worth. This one says, saw Booker T play earlier in the year at Moore Stadium, and the corners, Gentry Williams, were incredibly athletic, clearly the best athletes on the field. Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's super, super athletic. Micah Tease is a 2023 target uh-huh. that's uh, also a member of that, that Booker T team, yep. and Hey, maybe getting Gentry Williams signed I helps so. you out there a little yeah. bit, too. Yeah, I, I definitely think it does. All right, so that, that was the first signee today. Then OU gets R. Mason Thomas 
from the Fort Lauderdale area. He was an Iowa State commit. You heard the top of the hour update for those of you that did. He was an Iowa State commit for a long time, and then this new staff got in on him, and, buddy, they they flipped him down the stretch. Four-star edge player, which OU needs, man. OU needs help at edge next year and beyond. 6'2", 215, athletic, R. Mason Thomas out of the Fort Lauderdale area. We've, we've talked about Todd Bates and Brent Venables and their connections in the southeast. Well, they're paying off right away for a guy that you're going to use to rush the quarterback quite a bit throughout his career. And his primary recruiter, Miguel Chavis. Yeah. So that's a great sign there for Oklahoma where you have a guy in Miguel Chavis coming over from Clemson, was in an off-the-field capacity for the Clemson Tigers, gets his first position coach opportunity here at Oklahoma. And not that there were a ton of eyebrows raised about that. I think that people people were confident in Brent Vittable's decision there. But this is an early return on investment in your belief in Miguel Chavis to join the staff. Now you were hoping Moten would uh, – his teammates – would commit to OU as well. It was kind of down to OU in Miami, what it sounds like, but he decides to stay home and play for the U, so they don't get both the guys. But, hey, you get a four-star edge player out of the deal, uh, I'll take that every single day of the week. That was a big one. Flipped a long-time Iowa State commit. And then, what, about an hour ago, you get Jamarian Burtz. He is a three-star player. Uh, listed as an athlete, probably going to play defense at OU. And thanks to Pat for this on the text line, it is right. OU was at 9. They, they were at 10 starting the day. They got to number 9 after you added a R. Mason Thomas. And then with Jamari and Burt, you stayed at 9, but you are right on the heels of Michigan at number 8. And I'm going to guess by, you know, by the time it's all said and done, we're gonna, OU's going to be the number 7, number 8 class in the country. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. If, yeah, because they're taking a target. They're taking a signing away from Michigan later today in Cavante Henry. Yeah. Book it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's going to announce at 5.15, so in, in about an hour, he is a four-star player as well. So the good news is is not over for OU. Um, there, there were really two players going into today where you thought, all right, if you can get both these guys, then you consider this day a huge success. I'm not going to count Devin Campbell because you kind of always thought that he was going to go to Texas, right? And even Moten, you felt like he was going to go to Miami. But, man, if you could get R. Mason Thomas today, if you could get Cavante Henry down the stretch, you feel really good about how you closed here down the stretch. They've already got one of those guys. And popular belief that in an hour's time, Cavante Henry, who's also an edge player, four-star, 6'4", 225, is going to announce OU today as well. So this could, it looks like it's going to end up being a very good day, and they'll be probably number eight by the time the sun goes down tonight. If you had told me that Ahmad Moten, out of, say, the list of six or seven final targets here for Oklahoma on signing day, that was going to be the one you missed out on, that's okay. That's okay. Just, just the one. I, I, There is a part of me that says, man, I really would have loved to have added Ahmad Moten alongside an Alton Tarber just because the, the sheer size, 295 pounds, I think he's right there about the same as as Tarber, 6'1", just, just south of 300 pounds. Those are the types of players that I'd like to see Oklahoma start transition into having up front on the defensive line, but – 
generally speaking, if you told me, okay, you're going to miss out on Moten, but even though Moten is signing with Miami, his high school teammate in R. Mason Thomas is no longer a package deal with him. You're getting R. Mason Thomas. You're getting Cavante Henry. Say, you know what? It's a pretty good signing day for Oklahoma. Yeah, what Grayson Holton's uh he's announcing at five thirty today, I think, on the CBS Sports HQ. That's another guy that you feel sounds like Oklahoma. Yeah. So a couple more guys probably gonna be announcing sooners today. And if you're saying, Well, come on, we're Oklahoma, number nine, that's not good enough. Okay. But factor this in a little bit, all right? OU's at number nine right now. And they've got nineteen commits. Michigan in front of them got twenty three. Notre Dame in front of them got 21, Penn State got 26, Texas got 27, Georgia has 29, A&M has 28, BAM has 25. So you get the point. Like Those teams have more five-star players and they're going to be ranked higher. But a lot of reasons why these classes are ranked higher just because they have more players. Like If you look at the average rating per player, OU had actually ranked a lot higher than number nine. They rank higher than Michigan. They're going to rank higher than Notre Dame at the end of the day. They rank higher than Penn State, and they rank higher than Texas. So, again, by the end of the day, if you were to use the recruiting class metric, average rating by player, if you want to do it by that, OU would probably be the number five class in America. So, quality over quantity, I I guess, is is the message here. And it's not going to get factored in the the transfer portal numbers, but – I love what Oklahoma's done in the transfer portal, man. I, I like that they've added a couple of offensive linemen that can help them in Guyton and that they've got somebody in McCade Matoyer coming over from Cal that has made what? I think upwards of 25 collegiate starts. That's someone that's going to help you straight away. You've got a couple of defensive linemen uh, in Jonah Laula and Jeffrey Johnson that, again, the production combined between those two – a lot of TFLs, a lot of tackles, a lot of sacks between those two starting college football players from last season. So not only do you have all of this in the signing class, but you've got some notable additions out of the transfer portal. <laughs> not to mention the starting quarterback out of the transfer portal yeah. in Dylan Gabriel. So it's been really, really productive what this staff has been able to accomplish in just a short couple of months. If I would have asked you a year ago, all right, hey, like what do what do fans like the most about the previous head coach? They'd probably say, "Well, he's really good at developing quarterbacks. He's a good offensive mind, and man, he's he's a really good recruiter." Like, don't you think that's one of the first things that fans would say? Is yeah, I think uh, I think I think he's a really good recruiter. He does a really good job on the recruiting trail. And I think when initially he left for USC, that's one of the things is uh uh oh uh oh. Is, is OU really going to feel the effects of this on the recruiting staff? If you ever had that thought, your concerns should be eased because in like two short months, OU is going to finish with as good of a recruiting class as they really ever had with Muleshoe as the head coach. So I actually think that not only did OU get a better head coach out of this, a better strength and conditioning coordinator, and an all-around better staff, I think they might have a better recruiting staff today than what they did two months ago. And I realize that would have been a very unpopular take in December. I don't know, man. I think OU, for as much as he was heralded as a recruiter and the rest of that staff, 
I think OU's got a better staff recruiting-wise than, than what they did two months ago. And really, the 2023 and 2024 classes and beyond are going to be the best judge of that. But I think you can look at several of these stories. Jamari and Burt, Tyler, Oklahoma started sent him an offer two weeks ago, and they've got the kids signed today. That's amazing what this staff was able to do. And I don't – I mean, that's not going to be the only time I think that this – Stories like that happen with this staff. So I I think the sky is the limit moving forward for what this staff can accomplish. Hey, they're closers, man. They know how to get it done in the fourth quarter. Let's hope OU now will start uh, learning how to get it done in the fourth quarter because that hasn't necessarily been a strength of the football program here recently now, uh, has it? No, it has not. They're Let's the hope that that doesn't uh, become a strength out west either. The, uh, no, I don't count on that one. Uh, he BV's a closer, man. He should come into the press conference today with uh, Hell's Bells like Trevor Hoffman or Inner Sandman like Mariano Rivera. I, I mean, think you're gonna be a closer. Get some closer music. Just walk in, sit down, and say, "Ladies and gentlemen, we got them." <laughs> See you guys later. Yeah, them because multiple guys. They got multiple guys today, and they're gonna continue to get multiple guys as we go through about the next twelve hours or so. All right, text line is open. Air Cover Solutions text line six five one thirty four thirty nine. We'll get to that and more coming up next right here on the Ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. This hour of the Rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit CavensConstruction.com. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. Coach Baranchek and your Oklahoma women's basketball team return to the Lloyd Noble Center this weekend for their annual Play for K Pink game. Join us on Saturday, February 5th at 3 p.m. as they take on West Virginia. You make all the difference, Sooner Nation, so be there and get loud. Groups of 10 or more can receive discounted tickets all season long. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com tickets. Boomer Sooner. It's basketball time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you, fans. We'll see you when you get there. Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167 or see their work on vhfence.com. 
Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNT Hour two of the rush brought to you by Cavens Construction. Hey, the snow's already coming down in bunches. So if you need snow removal this week or emergency repairs, hit up Cavens Construction. Seriously, this is important. Snow removal, emergency repairs. If you're in the OKC Norman Moore area, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. Tulsa, hit them up, 918-282-7612. That's Cavens Construction. A short segment here because we got to get to Brent Venables coming up on the other side. I made the point that I think OU's uh, staff right now is, is better recruiters than the previous one. This says Todd Bates was rated top recruiter in the country. Like, very fair, man. I mean, that that and alone almost makes it true that he was the number one recruiter a few years ago at Clemson, some of the names that he brought in. Yeah, I mean, incredible track record that that he has. And I expect him to, to land some of those players. Oklahoma's in the mix uh, already for Hicks. And I think somebody out there, whether it was on three or one of the 247 or Rivals guys, already put in a prediction that, the 2023 kid, the the five-star Hicks, is going to wind up at Oklahoma. They just have championship DNA, which is so important. You know, um, Lincoln, nece- I mean, he could sell Big 12 championship DNA, but Britt Venables and a lot of the names on this staff, they can sell national title DNA, and, and that matters. And, and I always said is, how do you know what a national championship team, what a national championship program looks like if you've never been around one. And outside Kale Gundy on the previous staff, no one had really been around one before. you got championship DNA all over the staff, so I think that really matters. And guys that have won championships, with all respect to Kale Gundy, 
I mean, it's been a long time since Oklahoma has won a national championship. Guys that have won national championships in within earshot in, in recent memory. There's nothing wrong with the fact that, hey, they, they won national championships uh, together in, in the year 2000, but, man, you're, you're talking about the multiple national championships that Clemson has won recently. That – that yeah. says something, and it says something to these recruits, man. Yeah, Grayson Holton just committed to Oklahoma as well. So, there you go. Signature, the ink is in, baby. There's uh, more good news today. All right, we're going to take a timeout. On the other side, you're going to hear from uh, Brent Venables at his press conference. Keep it locked in right here on The Ref for the homeless Suter fans. It is the rush on The Ref. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer along with me today and throughout the rest of the week. This hour is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Hey, I'm serious. That snow removal, uh, emergency repairs, if you need it, call Cavens this week. 405-573-3048 if you're in the OKC area, Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Cavensconstruction.com. Uh, they have not started the press conference yet. Correct. Which, you know, is supposed to start at 430. I should have known that they weren't going to start on time, especially since Grayson Holton just signed with OU. I'm sure they're dealing with that now. But as uh, as soon as they go to that, we'll we'll have that for you. Correct. And what I was, <laughs> yeah, what try- were you motioning over towards? What I was me? trying to tell you just a second ago is I have muted this on my end. So in case you were about to pot the audio up, it is currently muted. But as soon as they go live, I'll yeah, you know, be I, on the lookout. I just had here. to go through an entire break listening to all the uh, members of the local media talk about uh, getting to see. The Broadway musical Oklahoma live this weekend. So a lot of weather conversation in the Oklahoma media currently. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, their 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 take on Broadway. So it was it was <laughs> it was quite entertaining. It is riveting. I I won't lie to you. It kind of was entertaining to see what was going on there. But yeah, Brent Venables coming up. Uh, I don't know in, in, any minute now, any second now, and as soon as that happens. Uh, I promise you we'll get to that. Which, they're going to update the ranking here. I mean, it takes them a few minutes to to update the rankings for a new signee. They haven't just yet. OU still sits at number 9. But as soon as four-star Grayson Holton is in, OU will be at number 8 and probably pushing pretty hard for number 7 here. Coming up pretty soon, I would imagine. Amazing. Amazing that we've gotten to this point with this class that – here, Oklahoma's even in the conversation for something like that to not just kind of be where they've been fringe top ten type class, but securely inside the top ten. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, while we wait for Brent Venables, how about the Mac Engel story today? From does he write for the Dallas Morning News? For, that, Fort Worth Star, Star Telegram. Telegram. He basically wrote a story about what what was actually the I'm hung up on one detail. What was actually the gist of the story? The gist of the story was this. Oklahoma will be to the SEC what Nebraska yes. has been okay. to the Big 10. Okay, I actually had two beefs with that. One, he's talking about, well yeah, I mean kind of trying to say that there's precedence to this move before that that Muleshoe made. Well, Jim McKenzie, you know, he he was just there for a short time and then he left. Really? The guy died from a heart attack at 37 years old. He didn't leave the University of Oklahoma. He tragically passed away after a recruiting trip to North Texas back in the day. When research goes wrong or no research was done at all. I mean, you talk about embarrassing. You're saying a guy left the school? No, he tragically passed away. What are you talking about? Do you think that there's going to be any sort of – I don't know if he'd – 
he needs to do some sort of a retraction or an edit and really should probably apologize. I mean, that's a gross. Yeah, it's a, bad. That's really bad. I mean, that's a that's a for gross a guy lack of research. For a guy that died at 37 years old from a heart attack, and no, it's not like still fresh on the minds of everyone, and I'm sure not a lot of people knew that today, but still, like, a guy died and you're saying, just do a little bit of research, you know? I mean, it was literally on his Wikipedia page. It was not hard to find. You didn't have to dig around today to find out what happened to Jim McKenzie. All you had to do was Google his name and it popped up. It's almost like if you would ask the question, Tyler, why was he only there one year? Let's let's try and get an answer to that. Um, also, OU will never be Nebraska. I think that that is a very tired and lazy take. Uh, Nebraska became Nebraska in the 2000s for many reasons. One, because they were running an old, outdated offense and never really evolved into the new era of college football. OU clearly will never do that. OU's been great in the wishbone. OU's been great in the I-formation. They've spread it out before. OU's always been kind of on the cutting edge offensively in the sport. They're not going to look like dinosaurs offensively like Nebraska. Uh, Bad hires for Nebraska, right? Uh, They hired Bill Callahan, which was a pretty terrible hire. Um, I I wouldn't say necessarily that Bo Pelini was a terrible hire, but I don't think Brent Venables is a Bo Pelini hire. They hired Mike Riley. They've hired Scott Frost. Nebraska's bad for more than just one reason. Bad hires, bad offense, bad local recruiting area. None of those apply to Oklahoma whatsoever. So it's a tired and lazy take. You compare, you might be able to compare Oklahoma to some other programs out there, but to say that they're going to be the next Nebraska is, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a stupid take. I'll give you what would have been a better take. How about Texas to the SEC will be Nebraska to the Big Ten? Here you've got a program that's been down on its luck for a long, extended period of time, which, oh, by the way, save for one season – with Indomitian Sue and Crick up front, that's what Nebraska was when they left the Big 12 for the Big 10. This was, ladies and gentlemen, not a good football program. It had not been a good football program for an extended period of time through multiple head coaches. I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the Texas Longhorns. No, you're right. The comparison's not with OU, it's with Texas. Now, the difference is Texas is in a talent-rich state. Nebraska is not. But bad hires? Check. Uh, Offensively being, I mean, Texas isn't running an outdated offense. They're just not very good at offense. Check right there. Uh, Going a decade without any monumental success whatsoever. Check. Uh, That's, yeah, dude, that's, that's total. That's the, that's the comparison. Not, not, not OU. And it's tired and lazy. And I'm not here to say that Texas is just going to stay down in the SEC. I mean, I think, A move to the SEC can benefit Texas the same way that I think a move to the SEC can benefit Oklahoma. I think it, I'll tell you who it hurts is Texas A&M, who now all of a sudden doesn't have that monopoly over in-state Texas kids to be able to sell them, hey, we we have the avenue to the SEC. Now that's gone. Oklahoma and Texas get right back into having a piece of that pie. But if you were going to draw a comparison, uh, a symbolism somewhere, between two schools making this move, I mean, Texas is the school. It's not Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're going to be filling time here for about 20 more I think minutes. We're, I think we're ready to go right now, Are maybe. We? All right, all right, let's see. Right, there you go. Now you should be able to see me. There you are. 
All right, we got Coach Venables. <laughs> All right, Coach, thanks for join, joining us today. Um, sorry, you, buddy, we're a little bit delayed. Can you hear me? Yes. We're good, yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, good evening. Good to see everybody. Yep, good to see you too, Coach. Day. Uh, just wanted to uh, plug in with you here. Started uh, just uh, how incredibly excited. Um, our, boy, that was a race. <laughs> that was that's been a sprint here for the last couple of months, and uh, our support staff, our recruiting staff, uh, and all of our coaches uh, just did an amazing job of pulling this class together. Uh, can't say enough how how much I appreciate um, the early signees and what they're. Uh, loyalty and, and commitment to Oklahoma mean to certainly myself and our staff and our program. Uh, they've been wonderful uh, getting getting them adjusted and acquainted with uh, one another and certainly us. Uh, it's been a great a few weeks since we started with them uh, earlier in January. Uh, the um, first that have shown up for the last uh, week or so, have gotten plugged in well. And uh, from uh, Dylan uh, Gabriel, Tyler Guyton, Jeffrey Johnson, Jonah Lou, Lalou, uh, McCade Mator, Trey Morrison, Daniel Parker, TD Roof, and uh, Keanu Walker. Uh, just uh, it's been a, a great group of guys, both sides of the ball, both lines of scrimmage. Uh, certainly have addressed some needs in, in our secondary. Uh, certainly have, um, with Dylan uh, jumping. Uh, uh, you know, into the uh, family, if you will, um, uh, has been just wonderful um, from a leadership standpoint, has really grabbed the bull by the horns in, in regards to uh, connecting with uh, the whole football team, not just the offensive side, and has done a wonderful job of, of doing what you would expect that a guy at that position to do, lead, and uh, lead the right way. So been really um, pleased with that. Um, again, all the, the mid-years, they've really plugged in incredibly well, have done a, a tremendous job. No surprise uh, how well they have um, uh, adjusted, um, both academically and socially, and workouts really jumped in, self-driven, self group of guys, um, just really polished uh, with the maturity of, of the mid-years. And then again, finishing it off today um, uh, with, again, hitting the secondary, the defensive line, um, just uh, just ecstatic. Um, we're not finished yet. Uh, we've got a couple more spots. We're going to push forward here um, uh, throughout the, the the rest of the semester and and uh, look to continue to um, strengthen, um, you know, a couple of positions um, where we see fit when we find the right guys. Uh, but really excited about how we uh, put the exclamation mark on it today uh, with, um, again, uh, Gentry. Uh, uh, speed, you know, toughness, jump, jumper. So uh, really, <laughs> like literally. So uh, he, his mama sent me a, a picture of, of him. So he is born to be a Sooner. Uh, pun intended and uh as well as Jamarian Bird another uh, defensive back 
um, from Ocala, Florida, that um, can play all five positions in the second secondary. Um, again, adjusting uh, up front, um, you know, with pass rushers, uh, incredibly important to find uh, length and speed. And uh, so did it with, from coast to coast, literally Grayson Halton uh, from San Diego, a defensive tackle that really can play all four positions up front, ultra athletic, never left the field. Um, just a, a tremendous athlete that uh, his best football uh, is in front of him. And uh, our Mason Thomas, a uh, state back-to-back -back state champion, uh, edge rusher, outside linebacker, and uh, really excited about uh, his focus and his maturity and his experience coming from a winning culture. Uh, and then um, got our, our fingers crossed here uh, as well. I think we'll, we'll finish up here hopefully uh, later on tonight. But uh, uh, 29 guys, uh, uh, and just really um, couldn't be uh, more excited uh, with the group of guys that we have. And again, um, uh, covered really uh, every position. Uh, you know, fortifying our depth charts and reloading uh, across the board on both sides of the football, both lines of scrimmage and a, and a trigger man uh, quarterback uh, and both uh, Nick Evers and um, as well as uh, Dylan Gabriel. So, uh, and I know we talked about Nick uh, earlier, but again, two, two young men that uh, are winners, come from great families, uh, just tremendous people off the field, natural leaders, and uh, can both, uh, you know, dual threat quarterbacks that can uh, do a lot. Uh, you know, let alone spin the ball. So uh, really, really excited about the, the, the transfers from an experience standpoint. Uh, again, the, the positions that we, uh, we looked at, again, the lines of scrimmage um, at quarterback uh, and the secondary, when it really felt that we needed to uh, find some guys with some experience uh, that could come in and, and have a chance to compete, you know, day one, uh, be able to, again, uh, fill some needs there in the short term. Uh, to allow some other players to grow up uh, and continue to mature. So um, really, again, just couldn't be um, more happy with how, again, our, our, our guys finished. And the guys that we wanted um, really uh, couldn't be happier uh, from that standpoint. Our hit rate was outstanding. Uh, I'm thinking – we might have had one guy that we brought in on an official visit that uh, that we didn't get here uh, the last uh, three weeks. So uh, that's a good hit rate um, for us. So I'm going to open that up uh, to questions. All right. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, um, just so you're aware, the connect your connection doesn't seem to be the best. We, we heard most of that, but um, um, hopefully it improves here as, or holds on as we go forward. So. Um, We'll uh, get into questions. We'll take questions Who's about the recruiting class and incoming transfers. Let's go to uh, uh, let's go to Eric Bailey. Eric, Brent, thanks for your time. It's nice to see you brought the snow back to the Midwest, man. Hey, wanted to ask you. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. I'm not sure he's got his volume up. <laughs> can, can you hear me? Okay, Brent. He's he's working on it here. Okay. Coach, can you hear? Sorry, coach is not in Norman. 
Can you hear, Coach? All right, enough of this. Uh, We're going to turn this down. This has been a uh, complete and utter disaster uh, so far on the first 10 minutes of this press conference. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll relay to you kind of the highlights of what's going on there, but uh, that was probably a good production move to to bail out. Yeah, I I got close there a couple times for just saying, like, okay. Here's here's the deal. I I know some of you want to hear it, but it's not the best audio quality right now. All of the good information is going to come via social media, and we'll pass that along as it comes. I I assure you of that, but... uh, I don't know where uh, Britt Venables was at. I, what Mike Halk was saying that he wasn't in the area or, or something, or wasn't in Norman, I guess. So. Yeah, he's not in Norman. Yeah, I, I don't know if he was out recruiting or, or what that means. I Visiting pro- family or I, what? I promise you, you're going to get all the information that, that comes out of that press conference. You may not necessarily hear it live, but we'll relay all that to you. We'll take a timeout, um, and we'll get some of that information to you on the other side. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We'll take your text on the other side as well. Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439. By the way, OU now up to number 8 in the 24-7 sports team ranking. So, start of the day at number 10, already at number Number eight before five o'clock even hits. More to come next right here on the ref. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer, Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of the rush. Oklahoma City, call Cavens, 405-573-3048. They offer remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facilities maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma and can help take the ease off your staff, but fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Tulsa, you can call them as well, 918-282-7612. Well, uh, we were just uh, saying earlier that nothing has happened in the Brent Vittables era to make us question that this was the perfect hire until he had crappy (laughs) audio feed during his signing day press conference. There's strike one, Brent. Just kidding. Uh, It sounds like it's been resolved. And some of the things that he was saying during this press conference, Brent said that OU would have taken a quarterback via the transfer portal regardless of whether Caleb Williams entered the portal or not. He said he and the staff had been preparing to respond for about a week prior to Caleb's entry into the portal. So, they were going to take somebody regardless, and I, I'll, I'll take him at face value on that. And then he said that basically once he entered the portal, what we've sort of prognosticated and talked about is, hey, once you enter your name into the transfer portal – Oklahoma has to do what's best for Oklahoma. I, Brent Venables, have to do what's best for the University of Oklahoma. So as soon as Caleb Williams put his name into the transfer portal, that's when uh, they really, really started aggressively shopping. And then the other thing that he said that was interesting, Tyler, was that they didn't feel like the communication back from Caleb Williams, they didn't feel good about it. Yeah, uh, Venables on his feelings about Caleb Williams' decision to enter into the portal – Quote, I got to assume that you're not going to be here once you make that decision, end quote. So that mean, and he knew what kind of, a lot of us knew 
Uh, and what I initially thought when you're in the portal, it's like he's he's gone, man. He's not coming back. So I love that OU didn't just bow down and try and do everything and not take a quarterback. No, we got to do what's best for Oklahoma. We'll go find another guy. I do applaud that the way that they handled that. And what they found was somebody who has thrown for over 8,000 passing yards, 70 passing touchdowns, and has 25 career starts under his belt. Let me get to a few texts here. Ed from Tulsa. Now that Kamar Wheaton is entered in the portal, will OU make a run at him? Ed, no, they're not. They're not <laughs> going to do that. Um, they're just not going to take on that headache. They're just... It was a headache recruiting him last time. They're, they're not going to do that again. Let's go ahead and for tomorrow's show, Tyler, let's pencil in. Kamar Wheaton will discuss that at 4.23 p.m. We'll, we'll go ahead and address again tomorrow. No, they will not be going after Kamar people Wheaton. Ca- I mean, people care about it. If they're interested, it, it's just not. Like, I, I adamant believe it's. It's not going to happen. And I'm not trying to be insulting. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah, get that yeah, question yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, where was Brent Venables? I heard he's in Minneapolis interviewing for the Vikings job. Yeah. <laughs> Did I hear Brent say that we would have 29 in this class when it's all over? I, I don't know. I, it was cutting out so much, I'm not really sure what I heard from that. Uh, I think it minutes. sounded like we're going to have 20. Uh, uh, <laughs> so maybe. Uh, Kendall was uh, not happy about the. He said that's absolutely embarrassing. Saying uh, the all audio quality there was not yeah. happy about it. You could tell that this was high on the priority list for Coach. I Rebels. don't think Sooner fans want to hear Coach was out of town on a very significant day like signing day. Triggered crying face emoji. He's kidding, but hey, he he may be out of town, but they're still closing pretty strong on some kids here down the stretch. Yeah, we don't we don't know where Coach is at just yet, and you know. Outside of Ahmad Moten, really all these late-game targets, Oklahoma's signing them. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Losman is – that's being reported. Also enter uh, joining the staff. Heard about that a couple weeks ago. He was a quarterback at Tulane in college, and he played for the Buffalo Bills a little bit. If I remember correctly, he may have been a little bit of a journeyman in the NFL. Yeah, he was. But, uh, yeah, he's – he in, in an off-the-field role, he will be joining the OU staff, so – there's just another addition. Yeah, I mean, anybody that has that type of NFL experience, I don't care if it's as a backup. I'm all about it. Yep, absolutely. All right, final hour coming up next. We'll uh, tell you more about what's going on with this Brent Venables press conference right here on The Ref.